Hey, what's up, everyone? It's yours truly, Alisa, and you're tuning in to Sweet Talk with Alisa podcast. There is so much I need to touch base on with you all, so I hope you're ready. Let's get this show started. I know some of you are probably wondering what the hell happened to this girl. She just like disappeared from the podcast. If you follow me on Instagram and Twitter, and if you listen to the last few episodes on the podcast, I've mentioned I was going to go on break due to the fact I was having bariatric surgery. I want to touch base first about the surgery so you guys can get up to speed on what's been going on since then. If you follow me on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, um, I have kept you all informed on the progress and the whole recovery. So I had the surgery on November 18th, 2019. It was on a Monday. And my surgery was scheduled for 12.30 in the afternoon. So I had to arrive at the hospital at 10.30 in the morning. And let me tell you, that weekend before the surgery, I made sure I enjoyed myself and had some good food because after surgery, I was on a strict liquid diet for 10 days. But um, yeah, so day of surgery, I go to the hospital. I'm waiting until my name gets called. And then I change it to the hospital gown. And then I'm in like this triage center on the surgery floor and just waiting. You know, I had my vitals checked and everything. Um, I was constantly going to the bathroom because I was nervous. I had, you know, the urge to pee. So <laughs> I was constantly going to the bathroom to pee. I know it sounds like too much info, but that's what happened. And that's what happens sometimes when I get nervous, you know. Um, I just want to make sure that my bladder was pretty much cleared out before surgery. And then once I met with the surgeon, you know, he told me, yeah, your surgery is going to be scheduled for 1230. So someone will come get you and escort you to the operating room. Okay. So one of the medical staff came by to get me. And said it was time to go and I'm like okay so I go to the operating room and it wasn't even ready yet so I had to wait outside the doors of the operating room and then I was told to go inside with the medical staff that was um, with me and um, next thing you know they're telling me to sit and lay down they're putting all these things on me you know and um, I'm hearing music playing in the operating room and then the anesthesiologist injected me with the IV, with the anesthesia meds. And then once the oxygen mask was put over, you know, my nose and mouth, I was kind of freaking out because I felt like I was suffocating and I was kind of breathing type hard. So I'm like looking around the operating room and then all of a sudden my eyes are starting to close, but I was trying to fight it. I was trying to fight the anesthesia for some weird reason, but all of a sudden I was knocked out cold after hearing the music slowly fading away and then I don't know how long the surgery lasted but I woke up in the recovery room at the hospital and you know the nurses were checking up on me and at some point I told the nurse I needed to use the bathroom and she ends up telling me you know 
oh, can you pee in the pail? You know, they had some type of pail type bucket thing that um, she put underneath my bottom. And she just told me just pee in it on the bed. And I'm like, looking at her like, I can't pee this way. This is so awkward and uncomfortable. I mean, the curtains were closed in the section I was at in the recovery room, but I just didn't feel comfortable peeing in a little type bucket thing on a bed that to me is just gross (laughs) you know what I'm saying so I told her look I tried and I can't I need to walk and go to the bathroom she figured that maybe I was still a little loopy from the anesthesia but with this type of surgery they do recommend you do a lot of walking to just get rid of the gas that's built up in your stomach so um if you're not familiar with the surgery I had I had the gastric sleeve done for bariatric surgery and basically what happens is they cut a portion of your stomach and remove it so then your stomach becomes smaller which makes you eat less food and i did this surgery for health reasons like i mentioned before numerous times on the podcast and on instagram live if you've seen me on live there and um yeah so it took about maybe three to four hours until I got a room of my own. And I thought I was going to be in a room by myself, but once I was escorted to my room, there was another patient there. And she had the same surgery that I had, the bariatric surgery. I don't know if she had the sleeve or whatnot, but, um, you know, I went into the bed. I was uncomfortable. Like, I couldn't go to sleep, and I was in a lot of pain. And then I was having, you know, the side effects of, feeling the gas, you know, the tightness of my chest and my back was hurting. And then I was constantly going to the bathroom and the bathroom only had a toilet and a sink. So I wasn't able to take a bath. I had to wait until I went home the following day when I got discharged. So after surgery, I wasn't allowed to eat or drink anything. I kept asking if I can get some water, couldn't get anything. And it was driving me crazy. So the following morning, um, I ended up getting some water, some tea with um, Jello and Crystal Light, and I was required to drink a certain amount of ounces every hour. And if I wasn't able to, then they would have kept me in the hospital for another day or so until I was able to drink the required amount. You know what I mean? So. Um, All I just wanted was to go home and just be with my son. My mom was, you know, take care of my son when I had the surgery and had to stay in the hospital overnight. And, um, yeah, so when I was told I was getting discharged, the following day in the afternoon, the day after surgery, I was really happy. So I went home and my son was happy to see me. My mom looked at me like, is everything okay? And um, then I started the liquid diet continue to from the day of discharge at the hospital moving forward to going home into recovery and um, I was on the liquid diet for 10 days I was only allowed to drink broth from soup crystal light water decaf tea with Splenda Um, I mean I usually drink my coffee and tea with Splenda anyway I I completely stopped using regular sugar for years and um, I noticed my appetite was different I really didn't have the urge to really drink so much but I forced myself to I also had to drink protein shakes and then I had to take vitamin supplements and stuff like that and then um 
one of the medications I have was required to take during the recovery after I got discharged was giving myself an injection. It was a blood thinner injection and I had to do it twice a day. So before discharge, the nurse wanted to see me do it to myself because the nurses were the ones who were administering the injections for me. So I was like, oh my God, seriously, I hate needles. And the nurse was like, you have to do it because this is what you're going to be doing at home for two weeks. I'm like, two weeks? Giving myself injections? What the hell? So let me tell you this. Um, the injections had caused so much bruising on my stomach because I was injecting myself on my lower stomach. And um, I didn't have incisions there. All the incisions were pretty much above the belly button, upper stomach. I had five small incisions, but the one incision that bothered me the most was the incision where they removed a portion of my stomach. So yeah, two weeks with these injections, I had to take Miralax, I had to take Colace, which pretty much is all, all stool softeners. Um, I had to take a children's multivitamin, which was the Flintstones for kids because they're chewable. So I was able to take that and I'm still taking it. And um I'm sure there was something else, but I can't think of it right now because the surgery was just a month ago. But yeah, it was crazy. So 10 days on the liquid diet, and then I went for my first post-op appointment. Go to the first post-op appointment, meet with the physician's assistant, and um, she basically told me how much weight I lost since the surgery. She stated I lost about 22 pounds, and then she looked at me, she said, you know, yeah, you did lose weight. Maybe it's your height. Maybe because you're short and you look different. I'm like, I never met this lady in my life. <laughs> but I did mention to her that one of the vitamins that was prescribed to me to take after surgery, which was the vitamin B12, it was actually a tablet that dissolves under the tongue. And I took it for two days and it just got me nauseated. I just couldn't take it anymore. So I informed her about that. And then she told me, well, you had blood work done before surgery and your vitamin levels were looking okay so you don't have to worry about the b12 um i'll prescribe like a tablet or something if that'll be easier so i was like okay then she told me um from that point i can start the soft puree food stage so i was like oh thank god so i was able to eat you know like mashed fruits but there was a certain restriction with what type of fruit um, scrambled eggs, oatmeal. So I was really happy about that. I was like, thank the Lord. Um, I was still drinking liquids, of course. But yeah, I was really happy to start the pureed food stage. So then um, that lasted for about two weeks. And then I had to call and speak with the nutritionist to find out if I could advance to the solid food stage. So once I advanced to the solid food stage, I asked a bunch of questions over the phone to the nutritionist and I was supposed to be given a card to take to restaurants if I do go out to eat somewhere, letting them know when they see the card that I'm a bariatric patient and with the card, they're supposed to give me the okay to either order a half portion of a meal or order something from the children's menu because I have a smaller stomach. So... I actually did try to use the card this past weekend at Applebee's, but apparently that didn't work too well. Um, you know, the server, I showed her the card. She said she's seen the card before somewhere else. So she was like, do you want to see the children's menu? And I was like, sure. And she handed me the children's menu, but nothing on the children's menu was healthy. It was 
chicken tenders, burgers, pizza, stuff that I can't even eat. So then she ends up telling me, why don't you order something from the regular menu and you take the rest home, whatever you don't eat. That's what I first thought about doing. But looking at the regular menu, a lot of the items had pasta or french fries or mashed potatoes. I mean, it was okay for me to eat mashed potatoes, but it was just like I was getting tired of it because I was eating it at home anyway. But um, I ordered this meal that had uh, chicken breast sliced up with cheddar cheese and bacon on top. And it had broccoli and garlic mashed potatoes. So I ate most of the chicken. And then I ate like a few pieces of broccoli and like had a bite of the mashed potatoes. But that was it. One thing about this surgery that they do tell you during the recovery process is to eat your proteins first. So I went straight in for the chicken first. <laughs> and that was a good thing. So I was content, but I didn't take whatever was left over at home. You know, I was like potatoes, broccoli. No, nah, I'm good. Um, as long as I ate most of the chicken, I was totally fine. So to keep you up to speed, today makes five weeks since I had the surgery. And so far, I had lost a total of 31 pounds. Yay! I am seven pounds away from my pre-pregnancy weight. This is crazy, you guys, because for eight years, I've been struggling to get back to my pre-pregnancy weight and for it to happen within three months time because I was on a pre-op diet for two weeks before the surgery and I lost 10 pounds. So the 31 pounds I lost includes the 10 pounds I lost from the pre-op diet. I'm just still in shock. And then now that I'm in the solid food stage, I'm noticing how much I'm eating for each meal. Like I'm eating less than normal. I mean, maybe a quarter cup full of oatmeal or a quarter cup to a half a cup of fruits for snack. For dinner, I'm eating in between a quarter cup to a half a cup, depending on what I have for dinner. Like today I made for the first time ground turkey with zucchini noodles. I've never had the veggie noodles in my life, but I went grocery shopping at ShopRite a couple days ago and in the veggie section, they had a bunch of veggie noodles. They had sweet potato, carrots, and zucchini. So I was like, let me try the zucchini. I usually am not a fan of eating zucchini, like when it's sliced up and seasoned or whatever, because I've had tried it at restaurants before. Never liked it. But the noodles form, it was so much easier on my stomach. I was pretty content with it, especially with the way I seasoned the ground turkey. Now, another thing with this whole change of my way of eating I have to watch my sugar intake so like I said when I drink tea and coffee I use Splenda which is one of the uh, I guess you could say sugar substitutes that the nutritionist recommends I mean there's a whole bunch of sugar substitutes but I choose Splenda because I've been using it for years um, at this point I can't use honey in like green tea or peppermint tea they don't recommend honey at any Point right now since I'm still early in the whole recovery process I'm already five weeks post-op like I said um and you know I've been going grocery shopping for food for each stage and basically for the solid food stage I've been looking at everything from ingredients to how much sugar is in certain things like with frozen yogurt or Greek yogurt 
And you know what's funny? I never really liked Greek yogurt before. And then I bought some during the soft food stage and I loved it. But it depends on what brand. Because the Chobani brand was the first one that I purchased. And they have a couple that are like blended versions with like chocolate or like mocha flavor with caramel, which was my favorite one, by the way. And I tried like other flavors like vanilla and coconut. I didn't like it. I gave it to my son. He liked it. <laughs> um, I actually tried cauliflower pizza yesterday. You know, they sell it in the frozen food section. And I've been reading about it. And uh, I tried it yesterday for the first time for dinner. And it tastes pretty good. To me, it tastes like regular pizza. I just added extra cheese on it. My son, he was seeing me eat it. And he's looking like, Ma, can I get some? And I gave him a slice to try. And he loved it. So... You know what I mean? With me changing my way of eating, I'm also going to have my son eat what I'm eating. Because, you know, I want us to eat healthy and not eat crappy food all the time. Because I usually order a lot of takeout like every week before surgery. But lately I haven't. So, um, you know, I've had my mom help out to uh, cook or she'll order something from like a Spanish restaurant. And I'm like, just get me chicken soup. I'm fine. Um and get my son something else but um you know I'm having a different relationship with food now so I'm eating a lot more fruits um I've been buying the canned fruits that contain no sugar I found which ones I like the most and at this point I can't have no rice no bread no pasta nothing with starch and I've been craving to eat pancakes and waffles or some sort but I have to look up recipes to figure out what's a way to make these types of foods without containing starch i read somewhere about bananas and eggs to make pancakes i think i'm gonna try that during the week i gotta look up the recipe to see how i have to prepare it um i mean there's a lot of things i can get you know to satisfy my hunger and i'm still drinking the protein shakes here and there i know the nutritionist mentioned she wants me to start weaning off of it but there are moments, not going to lie to you, the past couple of days, there were moments where I, I really didn't have an appetite for like lunch. So I would drink a protein shake to replace a meal for lunch. Um, so I'm kind of doing a combination of liquid diet and solids, you know what I mean, throughout the day. So that's been helping me. And um, I've been monitoring my weight, you know, on a weekly schedule just to see if I'm noticing any changes and yeah the weight is just coming down so i'm like that's awesome um i go for my next post-op appointment in february so hopefully by then i can see where my body is physically um if i lost any more weight will i reach my weight goal that i want to be i mean look for the first time last week i wore a pair of jeans and I haven't worn jeans since before surgery. All I've been wearing was leggings and sweatpants. And I bought a pair of sweatpants for my birthday back in April. My first pair of Adidas sweats. And they are big on me. I don't know if any of you follow me on Instagram. But I posted a picture on my Instagram story just showing how baggy these sweatpants were on me. I'm like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> it's crazy. Like, a lot of people who know me were opposed of me having this surgery 
but they're not understanding I'm doing this for health reasons. It had taken me such a long time to lose weight after having my son. You know, my health, like all these medical conditions started popping up left and right within the past few years. It was like my health wasn't improving. It was just going from bad to worse. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Something has to be done. So my endocrinologist was the specialist who referred me to have the surgery. I mean, he referred it to me years ago, but at that point in my life, I couldn't do it. I didn't have the support system. I was in a toxic relationship with my son's father who was not supportive of the decision that I would have wanted to make back then, but he would have never supported in helping take care of my son while I'm recovering, while I'm in the hospital. You know what I'm saying? I talked about it on the podcast about being in a toxic relationship, so you guys can look for the episode and hear more details about it so if you feel like you don't have a positive support system you know you may feel like what's the whole point of going through this medical procedure any type of medical procedure you may feel like it's a waste of time and it's not even worth it so for me back then yeah I didn't have the support system I didn't really have a lot of positive vibes, positive people in my life back then. But now, in 2019, oh, I have such a great support system. And I'm thankful for that. Because let me tell you, when I woke up from the hospital after surgery, I woke up and thought to myself, I'm still here, still standing. Kind of sounds like some motionless and white lyrics, right? If you ever heard of a song called 570, Chris Motionless, the vocalist of the band, says in the song, we're still here, still standing. And I thought those lyrics to myself, I'm like, that's right. I'm still here, still standing. I'm not going anywhere. I have a purpose in life and that purpose is my son. One of the main reasons why I had this surgery, like I said before, I had this surgery done for my health and for my son. I want to see him grow up to be an amazing young man and go far in life. I want to be able to one day get married and see my grandchildren. You never know. You know, I'm having a positive outlook in life down the road. And yes, there was people in my life who were opposed of me having this surgery done, but people are not understanding the whole reason behind it, that the main factor is my health. You know, I don't want to be put in a situation 10 years from now where my health is going to slowly deteriorate. Like I said, for the last few years, I've been developing more medical complications and it's been driving me crazy there was no improvement i honestly hate taking medication because there's always side effects to every damn medication out there so at this point i haven't been on metformin which was the medication i've been taking for polycystic ovarian syndrome uh my primary care physician had noted on the clearance forms for surgery that the day before surgery, not to take the metformin. He did not write when to start it back. He just says, just completely stop taking it before surgery. 
So I haven't been on metformin for over 30 days. And um, I mean, I've been doing fine without it. I mean, I haven't been feeling any type of way, you know, so I've been taking my vitamins that the surgeon prescribed me to take after surgery and all the other necessary medications I was put on after surgery when I got discharged from the hospital. You know, and after surgery, people were noticing that I was losing weight. I look at myself in the mirror all the time and I don't see any changes physically. Other people do. And, you know, I've posted pictures on Instagram and Twitter. So you be the judge. (laughs) First thing people noticed was my face. They said my face got slimmer. And um, even when I'm being hugged by someone, they're like, oh, my God, you feel different. You know, I had someone tell me um, that my love handles don't feel the same anymore. My chichos, those of you who speak Spanish, um, you know, I'm Puerto Rican and Guyanese. So anyone knows what chichos are, those are love handles. And yeah, someone told me that it feels so different, that it feels like it's not even there anymore. I still got the chichos, the love handles, they're there. But um, I don't know, it's just crazy how other people see me now. But like I said, I want to get to a healthy weight by my birthday next April. I am hoping that it happens. Um, I've been doing research about how people lost weight after getting the gastric sleeve surgery done. Some people lose weight faster than others. Other people takes a long time, between 12 to 18 months or maybe longer. Who knows? And like I said, I lost 31 pounds within, what, two months, I would say? That's a lot of weight within two months' time for me to lose so much. So you figure, about well, 15 pounds a month? I would probably reach my weight goal by next spring. Who knows? But I'm not rushing it, you know? I'm just staying focused on what I should be eating, what I should be drinking, moderate exercise, pretty much is walking for me. Um, I have some workout equipment at home, but I haven't really been using it. I've been on my feet walking around more than anything so that's a positive um my mom questioned about the gym and I'm like I haven't been to the gym in over a year or two but to me it's a waste of money I can easily exercise at home you know so I'd rather do that (laughs) I have my gym clothes that I had purchased years ago I'll wear that in the house while my son's at school and just work out at home I'm going to look into trying some yoga because I heard yoga is good for scoliosis. And I've mentioned that on the podcast before. I got diagnosed with scoliosis last year. And that diagnosis is uh, the reason why I have severe back pain. So um, I'm going to look into some basic yoga exercises for my back, which would be useful. And um, I've noticed even after surgery... Some symptoms that I've had while I'm sleeping at night, they're gone. I've suffered from gastritis and acid reflux years ago. And I usually would wake up in the middle of the night with like these sharp, intense pain on my right side of my stomach, going towards my back. Or sometimes I would have this tightness in my chest going into my stomach. It was just a weird feeling and it will keep me up at night where I'm like breaking out of a sweat. I have to be in a sitting position, rocking myself back and forth while rubbing my stomach and my back 
trying to relieve the pain. Oh my gosh, the worst feeling ever. Um, I know during the first two weeks after the gastric sleeve surgery, I was having a lot of tightness in my chest, but it felt nothing like acid reflux or gastritis. It felt completely different, but I think that's what I had going on um, since I was pretty much on the liquid diet. But I couldn't sleep comfortably during the first week post-op, so, you know, waking up with the tightness in my chest and trying to toss and turn, trying to make sure I'm not sleeping on my side where I had the incisions on my stomach. It was crazy, man. But I'm glad that I got the surgery done and over with. And I'm looking forward to seeing how this recovery process is going to go for the next several months. Um, I'm still on restriction from eating certain foods, like I said. I've been craving to eat a salad, but I can't eat salads just yet. I have to eat pretty much cooked vegetables. Fruits, I can't eat nothing with skin and seeds. I can eat meat. I can eat seafood. So, so far with meats, I've been good with chicken and ground turkey. Uh, seafood, I've been good with shrimp and baked salmon fillets. So, that's a plus. Um, I noticed my taste buds were changing after surgery. And they did mention, the nutritionist I'm speaking about, that uh, your taste buds change after having the surgery. So, one day I had try to eat honey nut cheerios i don't remember how much sugar is in it but i was hungry for breakfast so i was like let me try to eat a spoonful or two after the first spoonful my stomach couldn't tolerate the taste of the cereal like i don't know if it's because of the honey or the sugar amount in the cereal itself i'm not supposed to have anything with honey anyway so i think i screwed up on that but then i had purchased a special k with protein cereal and it's not too sweet, which was perfectly fine for me and my taste buds. I had it with some milk. But the only thing is, if it's too soggy after sitting in a bowl for some time, I had lost my appetite. So when it's in the crunchy textures, lightly coated in milk in the bowl, then I'm able to eat it with no problem. So I had like maybe two to three teaspoons full. I was done. That was breakfast for me. I'm telling you, it's crazy. I'm eating like two ounces of food for each meal in the solid food stage and you're like how could he eat so little and feel so full that's because my stomach is smaller and that's how i'm starting to shed off this weight and of course i'm drinking fluids throughout the day that's important but yeah so i wanted to keep you all informed and up to speed about my recovery process with this surgery I hope you guys kind of have a better understanding about this whole process and um, learn something new. <laughs> Maybe you know someone who underwent this procedure, but yeah, um, I'm glad that I got it done and, you know, and I'm feeling great. So I'm going to take a little break and when I return, I'm going to talk about some fun stuff. So stick around. Now let's get into some fun stuff. So I want to talk about the movies. I had the opportunity of seeing the Joker movie during the weekend before my bariatric surgery. And that movie was crazy. I mean, I don't know if any of you had seen it, but I was blown away. Like 
Joaquin Phoenix did an amazing job playing the Joker in this movie. Um, Robert De Niro was also in the movie. A couple of familiar faces. And this version of the Joker is completely different than the Joker in like the Batman movies or the animated series. It was completely different. I know people who had seen the Joker movie once it was released was talking about how this movie shows a lot of things regarding mental health issues and it really did you know you kind of get an idea of where the joker you know originated from as far as his condition you know and i don't want to give too much details away because i don't know if anyone hadn't seen the movie yet but yeah it's something you should look into watching it was a pretty good movie um kind of gory though i would say but that's just how the joker is you know looking at the comics that's how he was um another movie i got to see just this past weekend was star wars the rise of skywalker oh my gosh you guys don't even understand how i've been anticipating to see this movie i've seen the last two star wars movies and it just was outstanding the rise of skywalker really was awesome i mean the movie was over two hours long the cast did an outstanding job once again there was a couple of familiar faces from the older star wars movies and i'm sure if my dad was still alive he would probably recognize them because i really don't remember any of the older characters from the older movies and um having the disney plus network all the star wars movies are available to watch so including the last two that was released so um i'm definitely gonna look into watching all the old star wars movies from back in the day up to now and i would say the rise of skywalker i'm definitely gonna get this movie when it comes out on blu-ray i gotta have it i mean my favorite character in this movie and the last two that was released is ray you know she's the badass heroine you know she's fighting the good fight and i'm sure a lot of young girls look up to her as a role model i mean the character is amazing and it was good to see kylo run again i mean he was my favorite villain (laughs) in the star wars movies um adam driver was amazing and and the rise of skywalker like this character just caught me by surprise there's a lot of twists and turns with this movie i mean people are gonna be shocked i mean i was shocked my mouth was dropping during a lot of scenes and um there was a scene in between ray and kylo ren that was like wait a minute what is going on but there's a few emotional scenes and uh yeah if you haven't seen the movie yet i highly recommend you go check it out um it's definitely a movie the family will enjoy and uh, if you're a true hardcore star wars fan i'm sure you're probably gonna want to see it yourself but definitely one for the books definitely I would say one of the best movies to end 2019 with. I thought about taking my son to see Frozen 2. I don't think he's going to enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, I tried playing the you know the trailers for him and he's like not showing interest. So it's like, I'm not going to waste money on movie tickets for a movie he doesn't even want to see. You know what I mean? I'd rather wait until the new year to see if um, anything else that's kid-friendly may catch his attention so who knows but we got the disney plus network so there's a bunch of disney movies we can see while he's on break from school but yeah um 
that's it for movies. So let's go on to talking about something else. Christmas is two days away, people. Have you done your Christmas shopping? Let me tell you, while I was recovering from surgery, starting on Black Friday, I was online shopping. I was shopping a lot. I wanted to make sure I got gifts for everyone, including my son. Um, I actually bought him his first TV for his bedroom because he's a big boy. He has his own bedroom now. So um, I know he's going to be really excited when he sees his TV. He is going to be shook. So I can't wait to see the look on his face Christmas Day when he opens up his gifts and see his TV. As for me, I'm not really expecting to get anything, but um, I'm just glad to be here, to be alive, to be surrounded by loved ones, and, you know, taking care of my health, taking care of myself, mind, body, and soul. And um, that's probably one of the greatest gifts of all, is being around people who I love very much, and just being happy and content with my life. No matter how shitty you could get, I'm always going to have a positive outlook with life. That's just how I see it. So, um, I guess that's pretty much it for now. Um, if by any chance this ends up being the last episode of the podcast for 2019, I just want to let you all know I wish you all a happy holiday, Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. Let 2020 be the year for new beginnings, wonderful changes, and wonderful surprises. But if this isn't the last episode for 2019, then don't worry about it. I'm going to end up repeating myself. Wishing you all well once again. I got nothing but love and respect for each and every one of you. If you guys want to keep in touch with me, feel free to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at SweetTalk underscore Elisa. That's spelled S W. E-E-T-T-A-L-K underscore A-L-I-Z-A. You guys can get updates on the podcast and so much more. You could DM me if you want to say hi. If you have the Anchor app, you guys can call in and leave me a message. Who knows? I might feature your message on an upcoming episode for the podcast. Wouldn't that be awesome? So thank you all once again. God bless. And until next time.